RadioMisfits.com. <laughs> I'm starting to get it all together now. What up, JP? What up, James? No Lauren. There's Lauren. What's up? You guys hear me? Yep. Yes, we can hear you. We can't hear JP for some reason. I was looking for the make me look better option, but <laughs> I guess it does not there on the free one. <laughs> no, trust me, I look. <laughs> you know, all my friends are like getting either their wives to give them haircuts or uh like just buzzing it off and i'm pretty yeah i'm pretty tempted to just buzz it off i gotta say you're quiet james yeah you need to up your levels because lauren's loud and uh, jp his background noise was loud Appleseed, it's so good to see you how's detroit oh you know lockdown motoring kind of <laughs> How does, does motoring it, away am i any louder now no if you could up it a little you're quiet as a little mouse. does this do anything cheers everyone cheers wait does, does i have water right now does I'm this do no nah, it's still pretty quiet you, you have suck. the fancy microphone why are you quiet uh how about now anything that's better yeah yeah, that yeah. was better than before. And so I guess this slider is making a difference. Testing, one, two, three. Check. Yeah. This slider is making... It's like you have no training in audio whatsoever. <laughs> this slider is making a difference. Oh, fuck. Oh, my, oh, my. What can I say? So can you guys hear me? There he is. It's Hi! Little, it's a little echoey, but we got, we have you. Oh, let's see. I'll try to... think I'm so close. Yeah, JP's in a concert hall. Lauren, I love your glasses. Why, thank you. They're blue blue light blockers. Really? Are they really? Yeah, because now that I'm doing my damn show from home, I'm staring at a computer for six hours a day. That's, wow. I, I should think about doing something like that. I like them. Um, I was in the city for the first time on Friday since I saw March. your picture. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. I was telling Appleseed, it was sort of like being back at school over summer where like nobody's there, you know the place, but at the same time, it's weird because it's all turned off and nobody's there and there's no energy and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, but there was a, they have a note on the entrance to the second floor, which is the studio that, or the third floor, uh, where like, um, you know, Z100 is and, and all that kind of stuff. And there's a yeah. note on the door that says, obviously it's from like when it all kind of first started. It's like, you all have sick days, use them. So we don't have to, cause we will hold it against you or like something like that. It was like very aggressive. I was like, wow, okay, this is, they're not messing around. But I mean, again, it's that hot. was before everybody wasn't going in anyway, that they must've posted that. Right. And of course there are some essential, you know, the, the board ops and all the different people like that, that have to be there. They go in. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Did you go because you had to, or you just wanted to go in and see what well, was going on? I mean, it was nice to be back. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, um, I'm, I'm going to be filling in for the main anchor next week where I have been like oh, wow. from home and they want us to be there to anchor. Um, so, and also it'll just be easier to do it from there. But yeah, so I'm going to be in next week and Memorial day, but I mean, I'm driving in, so it's really not, you know, my amount of time spent in open air in New York City is very minimal. 
Um, which, by the way, I find it interesting that we have two people on that are formerly of the tri-state area. Because I have to... There's got to be, like, a part of you that says, like, thank God I'm not there dealing with this, right? Like, there has yes, to be... Yes, the part from here to down there. Yeah, right. Like, there has to be, like... Because, first of all, New York City, Appleseed will back me on this. It's kind of like a disgusting place to begin with from, like, a sanitary conditions perspective. Right. And right. then you throw in this whole situation. I mean, there's just got to be, like, some element of, like you know thank goodness because it's like it's so bizarre to me someone actually um made the pejorative they were not saying it in a nice way lauren but someone on my facebook page in the comments to that photo that you mentioned was like oh it, it's new york it's detroit now or something like that like they were like oh oh really it's detroit because like there's no office workers there's no I, the I, when shade. i rolled out of there uh on friday <laughs> i couldn't believe it I was like, yeah. this is so bizarre. It's a it's a gorgeous Friday. It was 75 degrees out or whatever it was. There was barely anybody on the street. Not yeah. a line getting out of the Holland Tunnel. I mean, it was like, you know, I flew right out. Um, the only way you're stopped is because people are doing road construction and stuff like that. But yeah, it was, yeah. It was good in a way to get out. Um, but it was also very bizarre. I mean, it was just like, yeah. it's just so weird to get back out into it now. Yeah, I mean... I guess you could say that it's been weird because Detroit's had its own struggles. And as you know, we're on the top of infections and people and people, some people are just handling it so terribly. It just depends on where you go. I mean, I'll say it, it's not an advertisement, but I'm a big Trader Joe's girl. And if you go to a Trader Joe's, it's like they only let in 25 people at a time. It's very calm when you get in there. It's like, and then I had to go to like the big, you know, Detroit, the, you know, the big shopping mart here. Um, which is a Kroger and it's like chaos yeah. and nobody's wearing masks and this and that. So I do think about that in confines of like, at least I can get into my car and get away from it. If I was still living in New York city, like would I be at my little bodega? Would I be driving to New Jersey to go shopping? Like, well, how would I be like, I those gotta, are the moments what I think, like, how would I be handling it if I were there? Yeah. I got to tell you, I miss Trader Joe's because I was a big time. Oh. I was a trade. Chris and I were Trader Joe's through and through, but we haven't gone because it's like, look, the, the food town down the street, it, we've come to know and appreciate now the food town down the street. I've, right. I've started to be that grocery shopper now, whereas I love Trader Joe's and I was like, I don't want the choices. I don't need the extra stress, all the choice. Now I'm like, yes, right. I got that deal. I got, I saved on the, and the Food Town brand, there, there's nothing wrong with the Food Town brand. I'm telling you. It's so nasty. Like, hey, guess what, everyone? Grocery stores are okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Because I was a big Trader Joe's. Like, Trader Joe's was sort of my introduction to, like, going from the guy that, like, irresponsibly <laughs> ate out every night. To, Me like, too. Shopping. Yeah. So there you go, Lauren. You understand where I'm coming from. As a matter of fact, we're doing this because we're honoring where we all came from. Well, except yes. for you, Appleseed. I, I started going to Trader Joe's when I was CSB because there was one in Jersey. And I'd like get the, get the school done, get the shopping done. I would never go to the one in Manhattan because it was too crowded. Yeah. Like I fell in love with Trader Joe's because I started going to the ones in New Jersey because I could actually get into them. Yeah. No, and, I mean, I, it's, you know. it's great. Trader Joe's is great. I, I, there's a special place in my heart, but I won't wait on that line. I'm not going to wait on that line. It's but it's not. I waited it. on that line twice. But I've been to Trader Joe's twice with a fucking mask. But isn't it worth it once you get it and it's calm? Um, I felt on edge, but maybe that was just me uh, being yeah. honest. Uh, what do you not feel? Everyone like in there, <coughs> you're a piece of shit. 
um yeah but how john crazy. where do you go grocery shopping now we all need to talk about where we shop shopping supers shop right yeah it's a shit big shop right here in town there's not much else oh actually there's a yeah, stop and shop on the other side of town but it's small so everybody goes to shop right it's always crazy yeah shop do you feel safe there oh yeah sure I, they had one person that uh that tested positive that worked there, but that was it. After that, we haven't heard anything else. So I think it worked in the seafood part because. Uh-oh. We're losing you. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. <laughs> I caught something about he might have worked in the seafood market. It could have gone anywhere from here to Wuhan from there. Yeah. There were, there were squids involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the seafood market shop right they didn't have it wasn't open for like three weeks and then everything was already was open so okay so that's the best way plan it yeah no, JP right. how is it possible that you have no gray hair I haven't seen you in 10 years and you have zero gray uh, I do <laughs> it's just I was in the sun uh, third, uh, Friday so it was uh, probably a lot lighter now so hand to God you don't color that no Wow. I do not color. Who's coloring their hair right now? I mean, I got I mean, roots. Well, John, obviously, uh, John certainly, Johnny, Johnny's, uh, Johnny's certainly not uh, coloring his uh, his beard. So we can tell that. Or my big bald spot here. You can see it. Yeah. Well, you and me, <laughs> you and me both. You and me both, brother. I can't quite yeah, yeah. to get there. Um, it's genetic. <laughs> can't help it. Yeah. So I, I have a lot of. Um, things to get into for sure one of them being the whole csb thing that they're closing the or closed the new jersey campus it's closed yeah it's closed it's done done. Um, where's that moth gonna go you know that's that's a great question that that moth that (laughs) yes uh, i see you laughing i see you laughing (laughs) that set off the security system that's i mean that's one of the best (laughs) that's definitely one of the best memories of our time spent there for sure um, and uh, we'll we'll discuss we'll discuss that for sure. I also want to share with you guys a story about this nightmare I had, this nightmare experience I had this morning. Nightmare, where uh, totally of my own doing, where I so Chris and I are painting the front porch, right? Yeah, and primering the front porch, and then we're gonna paint it white. So you know, just make it nice and bright. It's like wood panel, like bad wood paneling right now. Yeah, um, and there's an easy chair, a recliner. That was out there so we have to move it out so this morning i was like real fired up you know like we'd watched we watched the zoom uh for the facebook live church you know we'd had a nice breakfast you know like we're ready to go so i'm like you know let's go let's just move this chair downstairs no measurement done beforehand no no checking nothing because i wasn't worried about it because it's light the chair itself is not that heavy you know what i mean so i wasn't that i wasn't that worried about it and um Unfortunately, we ran into some problems. We ran into some big time problems. Um, the chair originally got wedged, and then I decided to try to take this railing off. That just wasn't happening because the screws were so stuck. And then um, Chris kind of like abandoned me, to be honest. Yeah, good. He should have. He should have. Uh, there may have been some, some loud words exchanged. There may have been some some bad language. Did he abandon you because he was bored or he couldn't handle no, you? No, no, he was pissed. He was pissed. And then we yeah, were door number two, Lauren, door number two. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I need uh, whatever, the screwdriver or whatever. So he left to try to get it. So I thought, and I had to crawl from out from under the chair to get back upstairs. And he was lying on the couch. 
And I'm like, what are you doing here? You're, you're supposed to go get the, the screwdriver because he right. was mad. He was pissed off about the whole situation. So he'd lay it down. And, yeah. you know, the extent to which we then tried to have, um, I asked my brother to help me and we jerry rigged the whole thing. It got stuck with the, the wood, the metal frame underneath and the railing. Um, long story short, eventually we just sort of pushed it, wedged it down and got it down to the basement. But it was, there were some trying times with the door open, couldn't get the door closed. It was, you know, it was a nightmare. It was not, but I just wanted to point out that I figured you guys of all people would appreciate some things never change. I just wasn't prepared. I wasn't, I didn't plan it. It was just like, you know, let's just do it. And it just didn't work out. (laughs) It sounds about right. It's nice to see that some things don't change. Some things don't change. Yeah. But CSP, man, how crazy is that? I mean, it's like, you know, to some extent, I don't think it's really that unexpected, right? Like the way in which they didn't maybe adapt to the times. Like, it's not like they were trying to help the person become the next YouTube star. You know what I mean? Like right. they, were, they were tried and true. They were about their radio and even right. their TV stuff was outdated and, and didn't really jive with the times. It was more like play TV while we teach you what you could do at a radio. Job. Were they still teaching you how to become a parade uh analyst or parade announcer because that was my favorite tv class that we ever did <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't know what they were still doing with their tv that was my favorite ever uh, lauren tell us about floats please i mean really that's what we did we dressed up and we went in and we had to c- c- commentate on a parade like we were brian gumble and katie Couric from like back in the day it was awesome yeah no i mean we had don't a lot you guys remember that I kind of do, I guess. I don't know. I remember more like the one-on-one interviews, like the Roger All with like, you know, pick the person that you're supposed to interview. And, oh, God. Uh, he was such a Roger All. Yeah, Roger All. There's, there's a name I haven't heard of yes. in a while. Yes. What an interesting person he was. For absolute sure. He was great. And um, <laughs> who else was on the TV side? Michael Billy, obviously. Of course. On the TV side. I don't. Think who just, who I just realized today, because I happened to see that it was his birthday, is younger than me. Never knew that. <laughs> Never knew that. A year younger than me. I had no idea. I always thought he was older than me. Isn't he like a politician now or something like that? Like, doesn't he like... Uh... He ran for, I think, city something. Yeah, I think in he Jersey ran city. in Jersey City. Yeah, yeah he was like some uh, type of big deal in Jersey City with the whole uh, LGBTQ um, thing. And um, he opened up like a, a bar or something. Uh, some type of piano bar. And uh, obviously it's closed now because of the uh, whole coronavirus thing. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing stuff like that down there. Hey, hey, JP, were you there the time that he and um, damn it, who's his friend? The the like German friend, his German friend. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. But I forget his name. Olaf. And he got into it with my buddy Rod. No, I wasn't there for that. Okay, that was so great. That's just random things are coming back to me right now. That uh, when was that? Was that in class? No, that was when I had so the the various stages of what was Garden State Radio and is now Flipping Out Radio are are you know var their various in in their way and setup and exactly what we were doing and all that kind of stuff. But obviously, it started in October of 2010 uh, when Appleseed and I were just sort of yakking on the mic in the talk studio there. And then uh, Lauren got involved. Talk studio. <laughs> Talk studio. <laughs> Lauren got involved. JP got involved. Lady E, who I did email, by the way. I tried to get Lady E in. and I She's don't know busy. If, well, she's busy, and she also probably didn't want to join when she realized I invited Appleseed because she's still pissed that he didn't really come to her party that time. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> he's mad at you? 
No, it's uh, it's that trope that if you remember the party, uh, we we actually did show up, and um, I have a witness sitting over there. We rang the bell a couple times. We we tried to attend, and no one came to the door. Now, I you know I was heartbroken, and I wanted to see everyone, so we you know got into the car and drove away. But she did not believe me. That's the problem. She didn't right. believe me. And so I, I carry that guilt to this day because we were there. I can describe the house, the walk up the front. I can do all that. I did, you know, anyway. Look, I, why would you I, knock on a door? Like, just go you, in. Thank you, Lauren. As I said, by the way, is anybody, is anybody street racing? Uh, <laughs> what is going on? I thought it was a cat in heat. Oh, cat. I think the Dementors are escaping from Azkaban. Yeah. <laughs> We have. I think we might have weird audio coming from you, John. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's probably my computer because it's doing all crazy shit. I don't know what's right. going on. You sound better now, so maybe it's all shaking itself out. It's like every uh, time, every time uh, it does something over here, and the the audio kind of goes a little crappy. Yeah, I thought like maybe like futuristic space cops were uh, boarding. <laughs> it might be running a freaking background uh, update. It always happens when you don't need it. It's been on all goddamn day, and now it starts to run the background up there. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what, what were we talking about? I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, you tried to email Lady E, and she oh, what, yeah. didn't so, respond? So no, she didn't get back to me, but she, who knows if she uses that email account anymore. You know what I mean? Like The problem is she changed her number all the time. But my point when I spoke to Appleseed earlier on the phone was, if you don't really make an effort to go in or be there, did you really go? Like you were there, yeah. You you were there, but did you really try? Yeah. To go? In other words, I saw you know, J- if only JP you had was laughing a little device, too loud there. If only you had some sort of device that could have like contacted one of us that were there at the party and said, "Hey, I'm outside," and I'm not. <clears throat> right. I did that too. I texted too, and I said, "I'm outside." I got no answers, but whatever. Those <laughs> texts sure are long. If I remember that party correctly, and I'm very much of it, I blacked out. But we were outside and loud for a lot of it. Like, didn't you hear commotion? I think you're thinking of a different party, the one that I actually showed up at. Oh, did like she have two parties? She did, and that's that's what this is all about. One, no one went to because, well, I went, but she didn't answer the door. And she was did pissed because she bought all a bunch of food. I don't think you were there, James. Now I'm confused because I only, I don't know. They're all running together, I guess, because what was the Arbor Mist party? <clears throat> I know about two parties. One of them, there was I one was where there. I drank we, Arbor Mist the next day in the studio. Yeah, that was the party I thought we were talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about the the other one that she hosted after that, where no one came except for we showed up and she didn't open the door. Oh, okay. (laughs) She just didn't like you. That's the problem. (laughs) She was pissed. She was furious. (laughs) I don't think I went to that one. Yeah, so I can confirm that. Yeah, she did have two, James, because she had one after right after we graduated. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was the big one. Wasn't that what you ever missed too after that? Well, I may have missed yeah. one, too, and I think the problem was that she probably took out her anger and that everybody missed it on Appleseed, which makes a lot of sense. That was right. Because I told her I was there and I wasn't whatever. Nice. <laughs> nice. So it's, this is really more about you holding on to something than, than her, probably. It's really more about the ghosts that are escaping from JP's computer right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. I, I'm actually a little bit, like, uh, frightened. But uh, <laughs> it's, It sounds horrifying. Or horny cats, either one. Yeah, again, I, I like that. That actually makes me feel better about it because you know it's springtime, new life. You know what I mean? Like they're they're exactly. You know that's all a good thing. 
Um, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so CSP. What you know, um, Appleseed. One thing you texted me about that I couldn't remember what you were talking about. I kind of can, but I also can't. What was the fence? What was the fence straddling? Oh, that was when Lauren decided um, she wanted to go into her neighbor's property, and she was all sweaty That's and like half was. naked. Yes. And she started quacking because her phone was going off and like she was naked straddling a fence, quacking, oiled up in this guy's backyard. Like, hey, I'm Lauren. Nice to meet you. It was really great. I can't believe I forgot that story. No, I was locked out <laughs> and I had to climb the fence. No, I think it wasn't locked out. I think they, oh, they decided to work on their driveway and they didn't tell me or if they told me I forgot. So I couldn't go to work. Yeah, that's. Well, let's right. put it so, this way. Lauren has her version of events and I have mine. <laughs> I had to straddle a fence and I was not half naked. I was definitely in my clothes to go to work, but I was probably in like a tank top. Yeah. And I ripped my pants and my neighbor saw it. It was terrible. Now I remember. Right. Yeah. That Humiliating. Was... Is, is this a duck story? Yes. Yeah. Uh... Because my phone was quacking like a duck. <laughs> That's one of the great That's JP from the ninth dimension. Yeah. That, that, that. <laughs> no, no, no it's, it's the computer, man. I Jesus Christ. It, it's like, first it, first it starts making a noise, then it's humming, then it starts saying that there's uh, too much stuff going on in the background, which you only have one goddamn thing running, which is the Zoom thing. It, it's a pain in the ass. I, I need to get a new computer. I need to get Let rid of these. Uh, yeah. What kind of computer do you have? <laughs> C-3PO apparently is being killed. <laughs> I have an HP. I have to. I have to add R2D2. James, you have to help me with the timeline. How long after we graduated did we actually? Because we graduated in the middle of the summer. Yes. When July. did we start Garden State Radio? So we graduated in July of right. that summer, 2010. The same right. summer that LeBron had his decision about going down to Miami. He's I tell that story all the time. Beach. I remember. We watched it in the goddamn lobby uh, with Dave LaGreca. Yes. I said the other day on a, I think it was a podcast I just recorded with Montone where I said it was like fucking watching like a lunar launch in the 1970s. Yes. <laughs> we were all like huddled around the yes. TV like, what's going to happen? And, uh, you know, obviously. So nasty. Oh, my did. God. Um, but, you know, yeah, that was a crazy experience. That whole thing. We actually... Um, you know, would sometimes go out for drinks with Dave and stuff. Like, Lauren, I don't know how often you got to do that because you had to go work most of the time or, like, you know, you were driving back or whatever it may be. But you, you went out. No, I hung, us, a, right? I hung a, a few times. times, yeah. And and it was sort of like a fun, you know, like bonding experience ahead of time. Like, we definitely had, like, a good kind of, like, class experience, I think. Like, for the yeah. most part, we all kind of, like, got along or, like, thought the same people being quirky was funny or whatever. Like, not that many people, like, had beef or, like, you know, major issues or whatever. It was kind of just like... Well, and we were all, like, semi-normal. I mean, we, the, those Especially of us who were in there. the group together. Especially for there and also for the industry. Um, yeah. You know. And I think our, our instructors liked us. I think we were mature. Like, we were all there to get shit done and to make jobs happen. Like right. I think the most, the majority of us were there to like actually learn stuff and do stuff. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And we all kind of like, we're kindred. Nice. What are you drinking there? Guinness? Guinness. Um, kind of kindred spirits of that type too. And also the people that graduated kind of in and around us, like, you know, like Montone who I'm doing stuff with now, like he was there around that time and Baboots was there around that time and, uh, all these other people. So, yeah. um, the Garden State Radio timeline was July, uh, we graduated, and then in um, October 
is when we Appleseed and I always kind of like use that as like the official like starting point because um, I had my internship with Sirius and I was yes. like, I don't really know what to do. Like I would like to do on mic stuff, but I don't know how to do that. And you know, you know, you understand Lauren and, and JP and Appleseed remember because it wasn't like podcasting was as big of a thing then even as it is now, you know, we were ahead of our time. Yeah. So like doing stuff like that was kind of great for us because it all gave us a chance to practice and do that kind of thing. But it wasn't as even as mainstream as it is now. So, um, we just decided, you know, Appleseed and I, like, he was like, Oh, well, I'll, I'll go with you and just, just talk, you know, just, just do it. Just, just chat. Bonus points. If you can tell me where we had that conversation. <clears throat> I want to say it was your apartment, but it might have been your car. No, it was Charlie Brown's. Okay. Oh. Wow. See, you you have a good memory for stuff like that. You're like my brother when it comes to that kind of thing. You remember locations and and. It's in the like family, that. yeah. Yeah. And you like to rub everyone's face in it who doesn't remember. <laughs> I like to r- rub James's face in the urine and poop that he leaves yeah. behind. Just the just a trail, <laughs> just a trail of as uh, a lesson. <laughs> So yeah, it was that fall. That seems to ring a bell because I seem yeah. to remember like a fall Halloween vibe when we were all doing. Yeah, that. yeah, because then you, um, you know, kind of got and maybe to be honest with you, it's certainly possible at the same time that that October date is kind of just used because apples or unless apples, unless you feel differently about how specific the date was, maybe we started. No, no, we started something. in October. Oh, we did in October. Okay, um, <laughs> you were right. We covered uh, this. And then, you know, Lauren, you were like kind of like there on the weekends because like you were doing stuff and, you know, like kind of trying to practice and get in and out of your breaks and stuff like that. You know, like she started in December in December. Yeah, you did. You started in December. I wasn't involved till December. You came in like once and and then you were busy or whatever. And then you started doing in December and JP was right after. Was it after James couldn't get like other girls, so he just had to get? <laughs> is that what happened? Everyone else auditioned and failed. Hey, look. that's that's the equivalent of asking, "Was it when the sun was shining?" Look, <laughs> it, if if anything, if anything, I should be rightly recognized, and I believe I've made this analogy before as the Montreal Expos of female radio partners, because Lauren Crocker <laughs> went on to become. Uh, the star of Detroit that she is. Bex is now like big time in, in Philadelphia and doing her thing with iHeart. So, uh, you know, I'm like, he's in Boston now, Boston. Okay. So she's in Boston. Um, so, you know, I look, uh, Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez. I know what I'm doing. Well, we could all say that it's, we could all say that it's because we worked with you. I mean, look what happens when you work, when you work. Yeah. And then I always felt like, I don't know what happened. Like when does, when did when did the fan disband? Like I just seem to remember. Like was there a fi- there wasn't a fight? It didn't get awkward. No, no you left. Was... What? <laughs> I don't remember leaving. Well, it was because because yeah, it didn't um, matter to you. It was the Jersey. Ah! No, that's not true. It was the Jersey Shore job. That was when right. you started working on the weekends. Yeah, and we were still doing the show on. Saturday, and then we still, I think we tried yeah. every now and then to do it like on weeknights or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Things, Tuesdays or whatever. Yeah. And, and th- talk Titan Tuesday. That's right. It was talk Titan yeah. Tuesday. <clears throat> and we sort of worked that out every now and then, but it was hard. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was busy. Yeah. You know what it's like. You were working, you're, you're still at your job. You were still uh, working the restaurant job 
then. Yeah, well, and we couldn't do things remotely like we can do them no, now. That's As a matter true. of fact, that's I'm true. kind of offended that I haven't been asked back to some kind of flipping out radio production because things can be done so remotely now. That's I actually mean, a very fair point. And to be honest with you, I've been basically slacking on that in a lot of capacities when it comes to podcasting type stuff because um, I, before this past weekend, I hadn't even done a show. In like a month. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like the whole life thing, happens. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, like, the, the, you know what it is, too? And I think that um, it's one of those things, too, where I really used to get so much enjoyment out of it because it was like the only expression I had on my yeah. or like the only thing I was doing in this capacity, even just the cutting of tape and editing episodes after the fact and adding little production elements and stuff like that. You know, I, I wasn't doing any of that really in the professional capacity. It was much more the board hopping and maybe some producing, booking guests and stuff like that. And um, it was such creative outlet. But also we had a lot of fun when we first started doing it all. We were yeah. just, you know, it was just a good mix. It was just like we, you know, even just now we're talking about inane bullshit, but it kind of just yeah. flows and we enjoy it and it's all that kind of stuff. I would love for us to do something again because a, I think in 10 years we're all so different, but still the same in our characters, I think, but different views in the world. And B, when I th I've, I've experienced a few other podcasts here and there. And it is something that like, you know, you always think, oh, I'm just going to do a podcast. And then you really realize how much work goes into it. So a lot of them fizzle out. Mm -hmm. But when I think about my most favorite on-air experiences, like Garden State Radio always comes to the top. Like mm -hmm. it's always just one of the most fun I've ever had. And maybe it was because we were all in such a, I mean, Appleseed, you didn't go through the school with us, but you were a part of the family because you were James' cousin and you came right in. But it was like, we had all just gone through something so special together and we were all so eager and it was a really, like you said, it was a chance for us to all express ourselves on mic that, you know, we had weekend gigs here and there, or internships, but that was what we did. Like, I look, I remember looking so forward to it every time. Yeah, That's why it's so funny to me that I can't remember why I stopped doing it. Because now I'm like, why would I have ever stopped doing it? Well, you know but, what, the, the yeah. whole thing and your work. You're right. It, it It's just the way that it all shook out was we all kind of came into it and also were taught about it from a CSB perspective about like radio stations and pursuing that. And right. even though that kind of came later, we always treated it like it was like a fake radio show. I shouldn't say fake because that sort of diminishes it, but we treated it like it was a radio show. It wasn't like, all right, hit the record. This is podcast too right but you know like we had like element production elements and we enjoyed the whole like upbeat aspect of it and stuff so that kind of drove <laughs> the experience that i think we all kind of had expected oh jp drops right. off um i, oh, I, I bet out. you if he reconnects he should just use his phone it'd be better Maybe. to use his phone i bet i should text him um, apple seeds muted i guess it's just you and i james oh, wow. nobody wants to no, play I'm, with I'm, us. Here. I'm here i'm oh. here i'm here um Hold on, JP. I had a domestic question. Where are you, Appleseed, by the way? Just outside of Denver, Colorado. Oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> There's Denver over there. I was going to say yeah. your porch looks absolutely beautiful. It's fucking dope. Not really, not really mine. <laughs> it's Jackie's. Well, who, I mean, you're on it, so hey. Look at this. There's the Rockies. What, you know, flaunt it like you got it, girl. You know, like something Seriously, like that. Seriously, I mean, like. That would work, right? If you're so. sitting on it, that's gorgeous. <laughs> Isn't that dope? I know, right? Now, that's Arvada, what? right, John? Arvada, yeah. Colorado? Yeah. I thought you were in Canada. 
I visit my dad every now and then, but no, I, I don't want to live up there. It's too cold. Yeah. Do you love Colorado? Yes. This is paradise. I've been yeah. trying actively to get James to relocate his ass out of here. I mean, if I could there's get good, a job. There's good radio in Colorado. Yeah. I mean, if I could get a job, I, I would. I mean, look, I'm definitely uh, not opposed to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. It's so it's very ironic that we would discuss this at all, because on the last podcast I just did with Bontone, he was like sort of downplaying the notion that you have to leave New York to right. get things going and all this stuff. And oh, really? Yeah, not in like a in a negative way, more just like sort of like saying like, oh, there's YouTube now and there's Facebook Live and there's this and there's that. And I've often said, and I think, Lauren, you'd be uniquely qualified to chime in on this, that part of it is that I'm kind of potentially interested in living somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm kind of intrigued by the idea of potentially going somewhere else and you know, I, I didn't. I didn't want to leave. I, the only reason I left was for the work because I knew that if I wanted to do what I do, which is morning radio, I had to. I mean, listen, I I agree with Montone in a sense that it depends on what you want to do. That's it. It depends on what you want to do. So for me, morning radio in the number one market <laughs> is difficult. So if I really want to crack you know, crack into it, I probably am going to have to go to a smaller market. Yeah, and unless, I got Elvis, lucky. unless Elvis Duran is deciding to hang him up anytime soon. Exactly. <laughs> and I got lucky when I came out here for a midday shift, a morning happened to open up and here I am today. So, but yes, I do think there are more opportunities now, but it really depends on what you want to do. I don't want to be a YouTube star. So for me, location was everything. Yeah. And I didn't want to leave with every bone in my body. Like I loved living in Astoria. I loved my life there. I just knew that I was where I was at. I was only going to get so far and I needed to make the jump and it was handed right in my lap and I had to go. And yeah. It was scary. And we don't love, we, we like Detroit. We like the life here. I love my job. I love the opportunity. Who knows with this pandemic, what the fuck is going to happen? But it, we both know it's not our forever home. You know what I mean? Like I eventually would be love to get back East or whatever, but it's, it's fine. And it's fun. And I do believe that you are wherever your home, wherever your family is. And that's really all that matters. Where you know what you, I mean? Where would you want to go? Like uh, back to New York or you mean like Cape Cod or like wherever? If, if you could ask my I dream job would be doing mornings in Boston. So I could be close to the Cape, close to New York. We have, we both have family there. I have family in Connecticut. Yeah. I just love, I love the East coast. I've learned that about myself. I'm an East coaster. That's just who I am. And I love it. So what is that? That's I would work another. That's interesting huh? because I, I feel like Appleseed, I don't think you feel like you have that issue really. Right. Like nah, you, now never you did. haven't been as away as long as, as Lauren has, but um, you don't feel like that sort of need to be an East coaster. Right. Not at all. I, you know, I <clears throat> lived almost my entire life in that tri-state area. Um, mo the large majority of it in New Jersey, a brief time in Manhattan, and that's it. I went to college in the tri-state, so it's all I really knew outside of regular travel. Anyone who has any hesitation about picking up and relocating, give that up because it's wonderful. The grass yeah. is lovely on this side. Agree. And I think if you're in a place, my friend lives in Denver and loves, if you're in a place where you really, really love it, absolutely. And, and again, it's not that I don't love Detroit. It's just, is, 
is Detroit forever? I, I don't think so. If you were to ask me right now, I don't think so. Now, Chicago, that could be forever. Yeah. I freaking love that city. So do I. Oh, my God. Oh. I would love to be in Chicago. It's so weird. Again, a lot of weird things happening recently. I believe in this kind of like brainwave weird type of stuff. But I've been thinking about Chicago so much lately. And uh, yeah. a little uh, thing popped up on my phone, an iPhone memory created randomly from Chris and I's trip there uh, last summer, which would have been towards the end of June. So not exactly a year, but um, yeah, you know, I love Chicago. I, I always have that. That's a place that even before I went there, I knew that I liked it. And then when I went there, I was like, yeah, this is what I was expecting. There's something about yeah. it. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a so great nasty. city. Well, John knows that I love, I have a sort of special place. I think it's awesome that you're in Detroit. I have to, I better hurry my ass, especially once this pandemic comes down and get yeah. out there and visit you guys. Cause I want to see Detroit and if it's you a guys great move city back here and, and I never get there, I'll be pissed. It's a great city. And for all the people that make fun of it. Yeah. It, like all the stereotypes can be true in parts of the city. Like when we, when we first moved to Detroit, we lived downtown for two years and Sunday mornings, downtown Detroit are quiet because people don't work downtown they live in the suburbs, yeah. but it's changed. Now I've been here six years and it's a uh, downtown is insane. And where I live is crazy. So like every city, it, it evolves. And, you know, when I first moved out here, everybody was like, you're going where? And now people send me articles and they're like, Oh, I just read this cool thing about Detroit. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's like any city. Like it has its ups and downs. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, you know what I never realized that there was a Detroit-style pizza. I know oh, yeah, the square. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of Detroit-style pizza? It's okay if you get it the right place. Sometimes <laughs> it can be a little too thick, like a deep dish. Okay, yeah. Well, we, have, we have two places here that do New York-style pizza that are almost as good as back home. But otherwise, that's like one of the first things we grab when we head back east is a good slice of New York-style pizza, because I do miss it. Um, yeah, you know, it's, speaking of Chicago... Deep dish. Deep dish is a commitment. I can't do more than uh -huh. that. I mean, like, I've never had a food humble me more and, like, sort of make me into a pussy when it comes to food more yeah. than deep yeah. dish pizza. And you think you're going to eat the whole thing because it takes an hour to make. It's. It, I mean, exactly. It takes forever for it to come out, that, that casserole. And then yeah. you get it. And it <laughs> smells amazing and it looks great. And um, But, oh, my God. It is just, like, incredibly heavy. I mean, it's a lot. It's a, ton. it's a ton. But to go back to the point of what you guys brought up and what you were saying, Appleseed, if location is the one thing standing in the way of you chasing something that you really love, yes, take that fear away and just go for it. Yeah. Because you can make a totally. home anywhere. You can make a home anywhere. Yeah. What you said before is right. Home is where the family is. That's, you know, it's the people yeah. that you care about. And that's where you're going to have to rest your head. That's cool. That's it. Hey JP, uh, yo, how's your audio now? I'm back. Can you, can you hear us? Yay! Yes. Um, my, my computer just—I just threw the computer out and uh, got on the the, uh, oh. the phone. I had <laughs> yeah. to go uh, download it to the iPhone. No, I just threw it aside. <laughs> it, it'll eventually get there. I just got to get a new computer first, and then this thing's I'm going. furious. Yeah. Oh, it just sucks. <laughs> every every time you want to do something, this effing thing always. Uh, oh no! So yeah, it's oh. it's worse than a, a baby. This computer. All right, you, I thought you. I thought we lost you for a second, but you're good. No, no, no he's I'm good. Here. He's fine now. He's on a, a device of, from this decade. 
Speaking there of you computers, go. No, well, the computer's from this decade. It's just a piece of shit. <laughs> Speaking of computers acting up, I want to run something by you guys because I think this is totally generational. It's weird. Um, my little brother, who's 30, he's 10 years younger. So he's about the age that I was when we all first got together. Um, he He's an actor and a, waiter, and a waiter in New York and Brooklyn. So both of his career paths are kind of on hold right now, right? So he's trying to get into photography. So he started a GoFundMe and he's asking 100 people for $15 so that he can get a laptop to pursue his career in photography. And I'm like, I wouldn't, you're basically asking people for money to buy you a laptop. Like, is that a generational thing? Like I thought GoFundMe's were like, if you were sick or if you really are an emergency and he's like, no, everybody does this. And he's already raised like a couple hundred bucks. Well, I mean, look, I think that in a way it's kind of nice um, that that kind of thing, if it were to become the norm where like people needed a, a little hand, a little helping hand now and then it was more of an acceptable thing to, to reach out. But I don't think um, for the most part, it's a laptop. I don't think all of us like, would be looking at it the same way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I would feel embarrassed asking my friends I guess to help that is, maybe it is a generational thing. Um, I mean, look, I've done and seen uh, I, I participated in GoFundMe's for the most part where it's more like this effed up thing happened. Right. Can you help? You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah, like somebody's house wait. burning down or something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, look, here's the thing. But at the same time, right, to be fair and pay, play devil's advocate, uh, all this different crazy stuff that's going on, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you think about stuff that you have given to like food banks and stuff like that. Who's to say, who knows what's going to happen with all this that's going on. I mean, how long and how far this is all going to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything. You, you want to hear, right you want to hear something crazy. And, and this, this actually happened the first, the first week after we got furloughed at my job, one of the oh. guys that works with us, his house actually burnt down in Newark <gasps> wow. and they, they had a Jesus. GoFundMe for him and they raised about, I think 1200 bucks. Now that's where you use a GoFundMe. Yeah, see, I, I donated to that, which, yeah, sure. But if I'm going to buy somebody a computer, I need my own freaking computer. Thank you. Now listen, <laughs> he's my brother, so of course I gave him money. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that's different. I mean, I was like, is this really what he's doing? And my stepfather is like, capitalism, go for it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, really? Like, come well, on. Well, I mean, look, you know what's weird to me is uh, just the fact that we were talking not that long ago about like podcasting and, you know, the way that that's changed and stuff like that. There's so many different entities now, like let's say comedians or people that have a podcast for fantasy football or stuff like that. They have that right. whole, uh, what do you, how do you even pronounce it? Patreon? Patreon, whatever it is. Uh, Patreon. Patreon. Oh. Where, like, basically yeah. you ask people, hey, look, you like my stuff? Give me some money so I can keep doing it. And I yeah. always found that, I find that weird. But that's where I was running into it with Montone, too, where he and I are talking about, I'm like, well, I don't really want to be, I got out of sales because I wanted to do broadcasting stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be right. my own salesperson and be like a YouTube or the. Uh, right. person on Facebook live. And so I can find my own live reads and stuff like that. Like, again, to some extent you can't avoid it because that's the way the industry is changing. And we see that on a regular basis. You know what I mean? But, um, at the same but do time, you mean like, cause there've been a few of my friends who like maybe work in piano bars or they're singers and they go on Facebook and they sing or perform for tips. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with it per se, because it's like, in a way, it's exactly like you said. I, when I went out to San Francisco recently, I gave some guy who was playing music on the street money via Venmo. 
So, you know, that's kind of sort of what you're talking about. But um, right. I just think that for me, maybe it's like, maybe there's some bridge to cross there because it's something that I'm involved with. I don't know. Maybe the fact that people who have a podcast are like, oh, pay me money so I can do my podcast. Yeah. It's like, eh. You know, yeah. I don't know. But of course, people have um, subscription models with a lot of different content nowadays. And yeah. there's an argument to be made for, you know, people say that the modern consumer doesn't want to wait through commercial, you know, spot blocks or whatever. And they want to, they'd rather pay you just up front, I guess, and that their time is worth it to them or something like that. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's weird the way it's all changed. Um, and I guess the way it will continue to change. But it's you're it's, weird. How, what do you mean? How so? I just felt like saying you're weird. Well, how how dare you? <laughs> JP, you said you're furloughed? Yeah. yeah, on furlough for almost two months now. Wow. So we uh, collectively unemployment, getting the extra 600 bucks a month from the government, which is great. So uh, What's that through you July? Know, that, that lasts through at least July now, right? Yeah, I think so. But if, uh, if it gets approved, it will be through until 2021 in that Pelosi bill, but I doubt that's going to happen. Um, I didn't read yeah. that yet. She had it all the way through 2021. Yeah, there's a lot of crap in there. Um, my girl, my girl. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy, let's get it going. <laughs> that's my girl. Um, but yeah, they're you know, trying to get like being on furlough. Ain't so bad though. I mean, it's uh, it's like vacation, you know, especially when you're still getting money. My older brother is uh, or was. He's actually getting back to work now in a large way, but you know, yeah. he does stuff. Um, cause JP, you sort of did, didn't you do insurance adjusting for a while or something yeah, similar to yeah. that? Yeah. So my brother yep. did that for a while too. Um, never with Geico with a different, uh, mm -hmm. firm, but, um, he now is doing some different stuff where it's more like the incoming cars and checking them for damage that comes in like the trip over, uh, yeah, yeah. on the boat and stuff like that. But um, he was on furlough basically like one day a week, I think, is the way they did it. And I have wow. this thing where I'm going to be on unpaid vacation one week this quarter and one week the next quarter. So oh. That's a clear – that's an iHeart thing, right? That's iHeart. Yeah. Now, that had to go through our union, which was kind of weird in a way because we yeah. had to vote on that. But at the same time, it was like, well, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Like everybody's going through this. So um, Yeah, well, we are doing – my company, we, Cumulus, is doing – you could have chosen a furlough one week a month through July or taken a 20% pay cut and kept working. And we chose the – I have a pay cut because yeah. we wanted to stay on the air and yeah. obviously. But it was no, like, what it. are you going to say? What are you going to say? No. Well, you know what I mean? It was a weird situation that we were in, Lauren, to, to, to speak to that because we were – offered the same thing, the pay cut versus the uh, unpaid vacation or furlough thing. Whatever. Right. And um, we kind of had to fall back on like our boss, like our immediate boss and be like, what should we do? Like, what do you think? How does this uh, play into the ability to even staff the newsroom right now? And she's like, well, right. you know what? Whatever. You know, we'll figure that all out. And uh, we voted on it. And uh, that one, the newsroom decided to take the furloughs as opposed to the, the cut. So, yeah. um, you know, that's what we're doing, but that's why I'm anchoring next week is because one of the guy, the anchor is going to be on furlough. So right. I'm going to be in there doing the news as opposed to reporting in the afternoon. Yeah. It's Do you crazy. have to wear a suit for that? 
Nope. I'll be wearing, I mean, I'll, I'll wear like when I went out on Friday, it was so weird. I put on real clothes for the first time. And I don't know how long I had on jeans, yeah. a button down shirt. I was like, my God, I barely even like, this feels so weird. I felt very constricted. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I didn't have on sweatpants or a t-shirt. Yeah. It's been a lot of sweatpants and t-shirts for the past uh, two months. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. But at least, uh, at least you could still. I still have the ability to go back to work once they started. But uh, there's guys that just got let go, you know. So, well, I mean, look, it's so crazy when you think about it and talk about. It. I mean, just talking about New York and even Lauren, you having been in the hospitality industry or you know the restaurant uh, industry as long as you were. Um, who knows how many of those places are even going to be able to come back? You know what I mean? I know, like, it's weird. especially it's, the smaller places. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird. And then, and then the fact that all the commercial real estate is going to take the same hit that probably the, the retail side has, because like, how many places are going to be like, ah, oh, we did just fine without an office for a year. You know what I mean? Like, why do we need to pay this? Maybe we'll have a virtual office or something like that. Maybe that whole business will come back a little bit and write itself after growing way too fast. What's big around here are these spaces. They're like rent a conference room basically. Yeah. And like these young startup companies who everyone already works from home, like once a month, they just rent a conference room, all get together and then they go back to their little home desks. Like that's already kind of a big thing here. And listen, if companies can save money on renting office space and keep their employees, I would rather have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and I think that's going to happen, but it, it just begs the question, like what really happens with, all these downtown areas, you know what I mean? Like right. what happens to those office buildings? I mean, like it's a little dramatic to go too far because there's always going to be office space that's needed, but um, I don't think as much. I don't think anywhere near yeah. as much. So, yeah, but there's, you, there's a lot of people. Oh. I was going to say, oh. there's a lot of people that just can't work from home. I mean, even if you have an office like that, some, some of them just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I work for the university of Colorado now. Um, uh, still the same type of work, but uh, now at the at the graduate level, and it's it's uh, a thousand times better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, no standardized testing, no um, ridiculous mandates from either federal or state governments. This is if you want to come to school and learn about this shit, it costs this much. You come, you learn, and then you go off on your way. Yeah. The way are you working? Be. Are you working from home? Both. Uh, unfortunately, I got slapped right here with the essential worker tag. It hurt, <laughs> and um, I go in once a week. Sometimes last week was three times a week, uh, but uh, I go in once a week on regular and uh, deal with whatever it is that we have to do, and then uh, I go home and enjoy my cannabis and Guinness. Lauren, by the way, what are what are you guys doing? Are you on like Comrex or ISDN or like are you in the studio? We're doing we use StreamYard. Oh, okay. I've heard of that. And it's cool because our whole show is it's so awkward. It's streamed live on Facebook while we're doing the show. So just like this, people can watch it. So people can comment along, you know. Uh, but it's weird because, you know, you're doing a show and you're like prepping and doing stuff and you feel like people are just watching you do nothing. Like, yeah. hey. You know, yeah, I'm not really right. entertaining when I'm not on the mic, <laughs> but um, we've been doing that. And then, yeah, everybody from home, I have a little, you know, mixing board thing I have here and we just plug that through the board. My producer still goes into the studio. Yeah. So he's in studio and then the two of us are each in our homes and we just got the 
the word from our company that they're going to be doing their stay at home through August 31st. Damn. So it looks like I'll be doing it from home from a while, for a while. Other than missing the person on person chemistry that you obviously have when you're all in studio together. I don't mind it. Hmm. I wake up at four 30 in the morning as opposed to three 30. I am with my dogs in the morning. I mean, I kind of, I don't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. No, it's true. Yeah, a lot shorter commutes. Yeah, and I feel so fortunate that I'm still working. I really yeah. do. I mean, James and and you know, and everyone, all of us who know people in the radio industry, especially in all industries. Cheers to that. So many people have been laid off, and so many people aren't working. That yeah. I'm like, I'll work in a basement. Like, just yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy to be working. You know, no, it's crazy. I mean, look, it's it's like when you really get down to the realities of it when companies that are trying to get people sort of on the move and on the go and, and, and companies that advertise on radio are no longer advertising on radio. What are you supposed to do? I mean, like it's, I know. it's a situation where, uh, reality is just kind of like smacking, uh, leave aside, like, you know, whatever the traditional old radio struggling in this way and that way, whatever, leave that alone. Everything is hurting right now on the yeah. uh, uh, business side. And, you know, it's just crazy. I mean, it's just absolutely scary. nuts. But no, but you're right. That's the weird thing about it. To some extent, because I'm I'm doing just fine at home. You know what I mean? I have my audio set up. I'm using the same thing I have right now uh, to, right. to do my um, recording of the press conference. And I'm just as fast on my laptop because I work off my laptop in the field nine times out of ten anyway. So it doesn't right. really matter if I'm here or if I'm there. And it's radio, so it's not like anybody's going to know I'm not standing there at some press conference or whatever. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it is, it's weird. It's weird how, cause I'm getting up later and having more time to, you know, do stuff and be around the house. And it's, it's definitely, but so what, so what's it like? However, I have to ask you, Lauren, since you're married and in quarantine and Appleseed's got a yeah. long-term, you know, girlfriend that I'm, I'm, uh, with my boyfriend at home, what's it like at being all the time home now? Look, I love stats, so I'm not in any way suggesting that. It's just that being yeah. with everybody, being with anybody 24/7 365, it's it could be tough. It could be a bit it could be a bit challenging, right? Well, listen, Stets came into my life around the time of Garden State Radio coming into my life. So, it's been about 10 years we've been together. Um, so we're pretty used to being together and we've lived in like 600 square feet apartments together. <laughs> we're, we have an upstairs and a downstairs right now. So oh, that's it's huge. okay. That's huge. And, mm. Yeah, huge. And his radio state, so he works for the same company as me, a different station. They're a news talk station. So he's considered essential worker too, right. John. Yeah. So he still goes in for some of his stuff or some of his board work. He has to go in for some stuff he does with the Lions. So he's still kind of going in. So I won't lie. Those are nice days because I'm like, oh, gosh, I get like three hours to myself. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because my uh, my boyfriend on Friday, he texted me. Uh, I was getting ready to leave the office around seven o'clock. And he said, oh, God, yes, I'm able to enjoy David Muir right now in peace. No yeah. comments, no nothing about the news. <laughs> yes. About I could just watch it. I'm so not. I'm used to this. I used to be able to do this, you know, because yeah. because he loves David Muir. He loves to, and I'll be in the other room like, oh, please, please, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> 
is he just excited he can watch CNN without any commentary? Pretty much. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say he's good about like he likes to flip back and forth between the two or the three. I guess he'll go CNN, he'll go MSNBC, he'll go Fox because he likes to get like a little bit. He wants to know a little bit of all. He wants to know a little bit of all. You made a face. Good. You made a little bit of a face. <laughs> and that's rare. That's rare to have somebody that does that. It's usually he's one of the good, other. JP. He's good. He's a libertarian. You know what I mean? Like he's he's about. Is his... he really? Yeah, I think I'd say so. I think I'd say he's a libertarian. Yeah. I was hammered at my wedding, but did I was I asking him what what it's like to be with you because you're such a conservative? I'm sure that came up. Yes. <laughs> I think it might have. This is this I, is delightful. I think it might have, and I think all I know is that he loved he loves you, and you guys had like a uh, great bonding moment, even though it was brief. And you know what I mean? Like, um, that was a lot of fun. That was a great wedding you guys uh, had. The fact that you were there meant so much to both of us, and it was so fun. But yeah, we have to hang out more because I great. remember lo- I loved him so much. And yeah, that we have. It's, to you know, it's out. so hard when you're the one getting married. It's like it's such a freaking whirlwind. You want to spend an hour with oh, everybody, yeah. and you get three minutes. You know. Yeah, exactly. No, you you're you have a uh, uh, quite a few social engagements on that given day. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, it's yeah, it is. I mean, being at home with significant other all the time definitely can change a relationship but it's been a bonding experience at the same time you know michael and i it's no secret we've had a tough year and so for us it's been like it's been really good at the same time too to kind of like relax together i mean as relaxed as we can i will say he's much more anxious about all of this than i am Mm. he is like he gets super worked up in stores if there's too many people. Like he, he get he's very sensitive to it all. Not mm. that I'm not, but I would mm. say he's definitely can get more stressed. Yeah. But when we do have that time where we can like turn off the news and let go, it is a nice bonding experience if you allow it. To, you know. It is, and I mean, like I totally hear you on that because it's important to be able to do that, and for everybody, yeah. but maybe especially yeah. depending on your circumstances. And We're doing puzzles together and things we've never see? done together. That's what like, I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hey, did you guys see the new thing on Facebook about the puzzles? People who complete a puzzle and right when they're done, people knock it off the table. (laughs) I was laughing my ass off the other day when I seen it because one of my friends that I used to work with is really into puzzles now, too. And I was like, you better make sure your husband doesn't do this to you. And she started cracking up. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's that's great. I mean, look. they, they, They put the last piece of the puzzle in. And then the person standing there recording just knocks it right off the table. It's oh, <laughs> hilarious. The, the, the look on their faces is just hilarious. You know what? There was one I was seeing uh, go around, and I feel like Lauren will appreciate this, uh, this viral video compilation that I think Barstool shared, which was um, Love them. this uh, group of um, young ladies calling their friends on FaceTime and saying, did you mean to put that on your story? And then like every, the universal <laughs> response is, oh my God, what's on my story? Or like, you know, some vari- some very close yeah. variation of that for like a minute straight. It was a different girl calling it. It's so, oh my God, it's hilarious. I highly recommend. I've, I've seen that. that. I've seen that. <laughs> you know what's That's annoying me right feeling. now and I will not make one? These goddamn Facebook avatars. What's going on with that? Everybody I know. The same. Yes. It's annoying. What's a Facebook They all look avatar? the same. It's crazy. There's a Facebook avatar but- now? Apparently, James, you can make you your own please? cartoon. Can you catch up to us, please? Please. Look, uh, Facebook of all of them, I think. Well, I shouldn't even say that because I don't even have. I, I don't even have Instagram on my phone. What? I don't even have Instagram on my phone. Instagram is where it's at. I know. I know Instagram's the big one, but I'm just. I like. I go on Twitter. I like Twitter. I know. I like it. Twitter. 
I, I, I know how to search for things and what to do and all that kind of stuff. Instagram is still kind of foreign and weird to me. Like when I was used to Instagram, it was, pictures, so basic. It was just pictures, basic, like, like a basic bitch. Yeah. Well, you know, well, I'm... he'd be basic if he had Instagram actually. <laughs> oh, he's so basic. Facebook is my least favorite. Yeah, me too. But you know what? You know, what's funny is I will say this having, been at home recently and all this kind of stuff and just on, I guess, my phone, maybe even, I don't even know because I'm not commuting anymore. I, that was a big phone time for sure. Um, I'm liking Facebook a little bit more. Facebook seems like it's a little more positive. It's a little more, mm. um, yeah. I don't know, a little less combative than it once was. And Twitter is just getting worse in that respect. So I think maybe I, I, might, yeah. I might gravitate back towards Facebook for a little bit. That's why you need Instagram. Instagram, it's pictures. Yeah. Everyone can, you can make yourself look so much better than you look. Yeah. I should go back into Instagram, but I like, but I like to read too. You know what I mean? Like do, do people, are the captions ever worth a damn? Do you ever get a good caption on Instagram? <laughs> sometimes. It's few and far Sometimes. Between. Yeah. Do people use hashtags on Instagram? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. And that's the big one. Isn't that the one with the most users now? Instagram? I think so. You know, the kids, the kids, they like the gram. Yeah. Yeah. What about Snapchat? Are you on that, Lauren? Do you have a Snapchat? I got rid of Snapchat. I was so bored. And I used to get dick pics. And I was like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> From who? Like, like random. Anybody could contact you? On Sorry about that, Lauren. <laughs> 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 yeah, you'd have to know Appleseed would go that, that route. <laughs> I wouldn't have been upset, Appleseed, if it was you. I'd be like, oh, that's Appleseed. I was trying oh, to that's, show off. Oh, that's Rebecca cute. Maroon sold us the Dick Tucks, and we were trying to demonstrate it oh, because yeah. it was part of. The you see what I did there? Yes. Yeah, that was that was a great idea. The Dick. Snapchat made me feel old. Like Instagram, I still feel like I'm, I'm cool enough to hang. Twitter, I feel like I can hang because I don't get too involved with the fights. I still keep it light and fun. Yeah. But you're right. There's more news there. Yeah. And then Facebook. I always feel like, because I do the whole like post. Most of the time, if you see a picture of my on Facebook, it came from Instagram. Yeah. Like I just do the it's post nice. too. Yeah. So you know, it's just the Facebook is kind of like you got to do it because you've just been doing it for so long, kind of a thing. Yeah. No, I understand. It's true. But think about we if when we started Garden State Radio, if we had had all the different types of social media. I mean, Instagram was just starting because some of my very first Instagram posts were like some studio shots of Garden State Radio. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely the whole thing about it now is like, I think uh, video is such a ubiquitous, like you guys, you said you're Facebook living your show. The whole show, yeah. Did you show, always yeah. do that though? Did you always have it on uh, digital? No. So do you think that when I first started, they had cameras in the studio and they did a little bit of that, but it wasn't even as big then as it is now. Yeah. Like now it's a big so you'll thing. You'll probably continue that, right? You'll probably keep on doing that after. Yeah. Why not? You know, if people really want to tune in and see what goes on. All right. Well, speaking of tuning in and figuring out what goes on, we will have part two of this two part episode coming up shortly on the most American podcast ever created. Heavens now. Very good. <laughs> Presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Oh, here's your lesson. The most American podcast ever created. It's terrible.
Tarrant Wilson. Now I remember. Yeah, Humiliating. Is, is this a duck story? Yes. Yeah, because my phone was quacking <laughs> like a duck. <laughs> that's one of the great Says JP from the ninth dimension. Yeah. That, that. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's the computer, man. I Jesus Christ. It's like, first it, first it starts making a noise, then it's humming, and it's a pain in the ass. I, I need to get a new computer. I need to get Let rid of these. Let uh, Yeah. What kind of computer do you have? <laughs> C-3PO apparently <laughs> is being killed. <laughs> This has been a Flippin' Out Radio production. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hate Flippin' Out Radio.